about that's our first podcast. Let's what? talk about names, because yours is interesting. Is it? I mean, I have never heard of another person at all named Garrison. Garrison Keillor, the famous poet. Who I, is that? <laughs> I've never read any of his poems. But he's famous. Wow, you're a fake he's fan. Good. His book is on my parents' coffee table. And you haven't read. I think I've opened it, like, once. <laughs> I've never, like, actually read. When we went to a... When I was a busser at a... I don't know if I... Am I allowed to say the place? Yeah, Lime Port Inn. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I was, like, with a group of professors. Or I was busing a table with a group of professors. And they were, like, really interested in people. So they are like, what's your name? You know, what's your story? I said, Garrison. They, apparently, they were all English professors. Like, it was, like, the English department. And they were like, oh, like Garrison Keillor. I'm like, yeah, the poet. And they were so excited because I knew who that was. Wow. I did not have the heart to tell them that I, know I who could he is. not name a single poem if a gun God. was to my head. I mean, could have fooled them. Apparently you <laughs> I, did. I apparently did, yeah. That's a God. good tip. So. Wow. Okay. Hope you're doing well, DeSales English Department. Wow. <laughs> Already given shout outs. It's our first right? podcast. Well, does your name have a story? Well, I mean, kind of. <laughs> kind of. <clears throat> um, so I was supposed to be two twin boys. I don't know if I even told you this before. I think I do remember this. Yeah, so I was supposed to be Nicholas and Peter. Wow. Chaotic as hell. <laughs> um, and really during one of out. the last few ultrasounds, somewhere in the middle of the second trimester, I think, my mom found out that she was no longer having twins. And the nurse told her, who was doing her ultrasound, like, wow, you have a very healthy, beautiful girl. <laughs> and my parents were freaking out because they were like, girl, what do you mean, girl? We had two boys. So they had already done the baby shower. Like, they have <laughs> tons of, like, doubles of blue clothing and matching onesies and whatever. How would you so... react? Like, what's the proper emotional response? Panic. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's pretty much what my parents did <laughs> um so they had no idea what to name a girl so at this point my mom was well i guess it would have been third trimester because my mom was already not working mm. so woof wrong timeline <laughs> but anyways my non was still working and she would come home from the hospital and be like oh these were the patients i had today do you like any of these names and my mom hated all of them Absolutely hated Damn. every single name. And then one of the last few days leading up to my due date, thank God I was late, but <laughs> leading up to my Giving due date. Giving him some extra time. Oh yeah, I heard. And I was like, oh, I'll you consider know what? I'll consider it of you, honestly. I'll stay. <laughs> so, um, so my non came home and told my mom how their friend, Nurse Haley, was retiring and she just had her party in the uh, staff room. So apparently this Nurse Haley, or I don't know her actual full name, but she went by Nurse Haley, I guess. Mm. Um, First name Nurse, last name Haley. Oh, yeah. You didn't know? <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> but apparently she always used to bring in, like, baked goods to the ER whenever she worked, <laughs> which is hilarious. So your prophecy was set for you from really the beginning. really was, because <laughs> I do love baking. She so. does bake. She's a good baker. Yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, so apparently I'm named after some retired nurse that loved to bake did she, so. did like your non teller, like, hey, I'm naming my child after you? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> and then it ended up working out fine because that was the same year that Haley's Comet went across. See, oh, yeah, so that's a cover story. Oh, yeah, well, now so, that's why so many girls from 1996 are named oh, Haley and spelled shoot. every single type of way you can, and none of them are technically correct. Because Haley's, Haley's Comet is spelled spell? H A L L E Y. What? Yeah. So it's Holly. What? <laughs> yeah, you didn't know. Why? I, I don't know. Scientists explain. I guess it was like someone's daughter. I don't know. And I guess parents explain why you spelt it wrong 50 different ways. I want to know why you're... Gar like, why were you named Garrison? Like, what? Uh, let me think here. Yeah, what's your name story? What is my name story? Unless they really did it after the poet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not after the poet. No, he, he stole my name. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize there was beef. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Ignore the fact that he's like 20 years older than me. That's not important. He just but knew he just, 20 years he, in advance. He knew in advance that I was going to be named Garrison, and he sniped it. 
big brain. But, uh, <laughs> big brain plays. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's because uh, me, my, well, my parents like unique names, which my brother's named Austin, which is not a unique name. No. However, <laughs> at the time when she named him Austin, there was like no one named Austin. Like you can't, it's very rare to find someone like middle-aged named Austin. That's fair. Everyone named Austin is in their 20s. And the reason why <laughs> is because everyone named them Kid Austin right when my brother was born. My parents included. Uh, and then he, he was a, ta- he's, Austin is a city in Texas, obviously, but uh, Garrison is actually a place in New York. Like it's a town what? in New York. Yeah. There's like a Garrison, New York. So both you and your brother so are named both, after towns. Both me and my brother are named after towns. And my parents were like, oh, this one is unique. Which, it ended up sticking that way. Everyone didn't decide to name their kid Garrison. So I guess now here's the real question. Hmm? Are you a Garrison or are you a Gary? <laughs> oh my god. I, I always tell people if it starts with a G, I'll respond to it. Which was a, mis- which <laughs> so was a mistake. So if I call you Guy? If you call me Guy, I'd respond to it. I like Guy, actually. That's a cool name. Shout out to anybody named Guy out there. What? <laughs> Anyone listening who's named Guy, you've got a cool name. Our single fan. <laughs> Our single fan named Guy is going crazy right now. He's just losing He's it. He's so excited. But, uh, <laughs> no, uh, I, I made the mistake of saying if it starts with a G, uh, I'll respond to it, which caused me to get wonderful nicknames on my study abroad. Uh, Garbage was the big hit. <laughs> so Good. <laughs> Which I was like, okay, I walked into that one. I can't really, I can't really argue that. But no, a lot of people, uh, I'd say like a good 30%, like maybe a, maybe like 30% of my friends call me Gary. But yeah. I can't see you as a Gary at I know. all. I also have an uncle named Gary, so that's why. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't take offense to being called Gary. I, I mean, I no, like I nicknames, just, but. I just think of SpongeBob and no, you're not <laughs> a snail. <laughs> There was a girl in high school that would always call me Gary the Snail <laughs> every single time. Wow. Yeah. Too many syllables. Wait. Okay, yeah. It's one syllable more than my name. <laughs> <laughs> what you couldn't see was him genuinely counting it. <laughs> Look, I, I'm not good at math. I study bugs. I don't, like... Oh, we I should definitely introduce ourselves. Oh, like, wow. actually talk about who we are as people rather than... <laughs> what? I mean, yeah, well, that's well, wild. The reason why we started this podcast is because we're both genuinely in STEM fields. Yeah. So, Garrison, what do you study? I study entomology, uh, which means I study bugs, which before any of y'all who actually are, like, interested in bugs are like... Bugs only refers to the order Hemiptera and the, not all insects. I'm a, you no one is thinking that. Guy <laughs> is thinking that. <laughs> guy is thinking that out there. But uh, God. <laughs> pretty much I, I use bugs as I think it's established itself as a term to mean anything that creeps and crawls. So I'm okay yeah. with saying it. But uh, I'm in entomology and uh, wildlife ecology are my two majors. But I'm pursuing the insect uh, science route in in graduate school, so that's kind of my primary. Don't you also study birds, or am I wrong? That's like grouped into wildlife, but like a lot of my research projects uh, during my undergrad have been focused on like insect and bird interactions. Okay. Maybe that's why I thought yeah. so. I was like, oh, he must be a double major. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like insect, plant, and bird interaction. So a lot of ecology stuff, but fun. What do you study? What do Haley? I study? I study atmospheric science. I like clouds. You like <laughs> wow, clouds? I love clouds. What's your favorite cloud? Honestly, <clears throat> that's a tough question. <laughs> it's an important one. I really like um, strato or serious clouds because yeah, they're wispy. That's a hot take. Wispy boys. Yeah, no, that's Why? A hot what take. do you just like? No, yeah, that's. Cumulonimbus, love me a good rain cloud. Cumulonimbus is too basic. Uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, what's your favorite cloud then? I think. Alto Strato. Strato. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Oh, but that's not basic. That's like the blanket one, right? Yes. Yeah. The blanket one. The blanket one. one. Oh, God. What about clouds, though? I guess just like how complex they are. I always loved that. We had, oh God, I've taken way too many classes <laughs> on like 
learning the different structures of different cloud types and like how they grow and how they came to be. Oh, how they grow. Oh, you must water your clouds. <laughs> Treat let them, them grow. With love and care. Yeah, the little cotton candy bits in the sky. <laughs> wow. But yeah, no, like clouds are kind of odd when you think about it. They're really just complex frozen water vapor crystals they're, in the sky that have clumped together. They're frozen? Yeah. Clouds are... Have you never driven through fog on a bike? Fogs are just ground clouds. Yeah, but I, when I drove, drive through fog... I, oh, I, that's fair. You're in a car. I'm thinking like on a bike or like, yeah, on, like a on a motorcycle. Like what it's am I supposed crazy to crazy cold. Yeah, but I didn't realize it was frozen. I thought it was just cold water. The crystallized like water vapor well, no, it's frozen. <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, like, that's it's... wild. Well, that's why they're so complex, because it's not like it's a solid. Yeah. But they're grouped together. Mm. Yeah, no, they're... It's very odd. And yet they can retain <laughs> moisture, and then rain. It's... Ugh, God, that should be a clouds whole podcast. Clouds are whack. <laughs> we'll yeah. do a whole podcast on clouds. Just on clouds. Let us know in the comments below. I don't we, know where we... I'm posting this. Video, <laughs> we'll figure that. We'll cross that bridge out later. This is just the <laughs> intro episode. Obviously the first one, in case you can't tell. <laughs> yeah. God. But yeah, so Garrison and I have been... Ew, how long have we been friends uh, now? Too long. Gross. <laughs> like, wow. uh, Why do you put up with me? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. I'm joking. Drama uh, already. Oh. I'm fired from the show, guys. Oh. It's so much for my co-host. Uh, it's been great. Oh. But uh, no, been we, great. we met freshman my freshman year you're right it was my freshman, freshman year. year spring yeah because i'm old <laughs> <laughs> that much whoa that was a high that was a high octave Ugh. not not that much not that much older yeah no i'm not crazy old i'm not like 35 yeah, she's only like 32 uh, yeah <laughs> no i'm only 24 yeah which still to me saying 24 i'm like Ugh. <laughs> disgusting <laughs> well and now you're 21 which is bizarre i know i can drink yeah also fun fact to the listeners i always said viewers <laughs> we're not doing video unless they're just watching our audio waves i mean they could if we ever i guess put it on youtube like that that would be fun just the audio waves <laughs> just the YouTube? audio waves like a screen record <laughs> of the audio recording software yeah really but um yeah, so Garrison and I are real friends because our birthdays are only a day apart. That is true, actually. <laughs> Normally we have like a little joint birthday thing at some point. I know. All right, actually, Shady no, Maple. Actually, no, we don't. We went to Shady Maple twice in a row. Yeah. We didn't do a joint birthday thing. You came... Was that... What year is that? My junior year? No. Which Senior one? year? When you came down with me when I went out for my birthday with my parents and... <laughs> Yeah, that was two years ago. Yes. That was my 19th. And wow. you're, you're a 22nd. 22nd? Yeah. yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> Shady, Maple is a, Shady Maple is a buffet that gives you free entrance on your birthday. It's pretty great. For breakfast. So we woke up at like 6 a.m. and drove down there to like Lancaster, Lancaster. You keep saying down when we are in Delaware, my friend. Okay, we drove up there. <laughs> we drove up to freaking Lancaster. I'm a geography major. No. <laughs> yeah, Haley does GIS stuff if you can't tell. Yeah, God. What does that even stand for? Uh, geographic Ge Information Systems. I was going to guess that, but I felt like... Too obvious. Yeah, but now everyone thinks I'm lying. Everyone thinks I I'm, don't, I believe you. you every, know okay, what? thank you, Haley. You're welcome. <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm covering, but um, our friend Guy that's listening is just like, guy. wow, look at this dweeb. Love Guy. <laughs> Guy's getting all sorts of shoutouts today. Yeah, really, making his day on the mm -hmm. first podcast. Yeah, we go to Shady Maple like two days in a row for breakfast. Oh yeah, I'm sure our arteries hate us. Oh no, yeah, I would eat myself into a coma both Only times. Only for breakfast though. Only but, breakfast. Like, that's all you need because yeah. there's so many donuts and oh god so much good food the eggs benedict i'd have like three at least yeah <laughs> or like uh what is it eggs florentine oh yeah no i get eggs florentine because yeah. i can't have benedict no garrison's a vegetarian i am a vegetarian shout out to the people who can like do veganism but <laughs> cannot <laughs> i can't either i no. cannot i was raised italian yeah no i think honestly like 
<laughs> when I have a real person job that's big, sustainable. Big girl job. Yeah, when I have a big girl job, <laughs> I probably am going to become Peshkatarian. No shit. Yeah. I respect it. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always wanted to be a vegetarian. It's just, like, on a poor kid college level, it's kind of hard to avoid eating oh, protein, yeah. you know? I spend way too much money on food. Yeah, see? No. Oh, that's not <laughs> I, fun. I cannot. Yeah, especially because I'm, I'm trying to bulk right now because I am a skinny queen for all you... <laughs> For all you viewers out there. Wow. Listeners I mean, out there. where's the lie? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, I like, trying to, like, gain weight has actually been really difficult because, like, you, you, the, the amount of, like, carbs you need to intake yeah. to, like, build muscle on a vegetarian diet, carbs and protein. I was going to say, protein must suck. Yeah, like, <laughs> How I... How much peanut butter do you eat? Actually, a lot in the beginning, but the, the fat content is also high, so you got to be careful. So, like, I, if when I rely on peanut butter, I hit my fat macros before I hit my carb and protein. Damn. But, uh, yeah, those are, like, the, the big three for y'all out there for, like, muscle building. There's, like, other important stuff, too, and calories is huge. You need to be in a calories caloric surplus, but literally like I have to have like each one of my meals like carefully planned out so that by the end of the day, I'll have like in taken in enough food. Now, can you do substitutions like protein powder or no because of like bone? No, like I, uh, I do like a whey protein once okay. a day. And then if I'm really falling behind and in a rush, sometimes I'll do like uh, two protein shakes throughout the day. Well, that's good. But. Also, I'm sure Expensive. that sounded very weird. For anyone who doesn't know, things like gelatin have crushed up animal bones in it. That's why. Yeah, fun times. Like, finer powders might have hidden uh, non-vegetarian friendly options. Yeah, so. like, I'm just trying to eat a Pop-Tart, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, you can't even eat marshmallows. No, I can't eat marshmallows. I'm, no, marshmallows have, like, a, a vegan alternative, though. They do? Yeah, vegan marshmallows. They're pretty good, actually. Really? I'd shout out the brand, but I really can't remember it. <laughs> well, so, so heard it here first from our sponsor no <laughs> okay if there, there's a there's a smiling marshmallow on the back i'm sure that really helps but wow we'll have to try them yeah I'll, oh dandies 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 what <laughs> dandies vanilla marshmallows interesting they don't we'll roast have have as well but, yeah we'll have to yeah geek food talk yeah i'm here for it i I'm mean for it. the science honestly of food. this yeah the science of food is crazy There's also so much food geography and injustice oh it's huge okay next podcast food <laughs> next <laughs> podcast food i'd actually do food i i mean if it's not obvious i love food i have like a little bit of experience in the nutrition side just because my dad's super into it and also i've been trying to get more into it but god shout out to cliff Good old Cliff. We Cliff, if you're Cliff. listening right now, you're if killing your dad. it. <laughs> you're doing you're doing great. Your dad would be far too kind to listen to our podcast. God. Uh, he's probably heard me say worse. That's fair. I mean He probably hasn't heard you say worse though, so No, I'm so sorry, Cliff. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't hate me, thanks. <laughs> but yeah, no, food would be would be a good one, but we honestly just want to hear what y'all want to hear because that's a good point we uh we are fully willing to like i i love learning more about topics absolutely so i would love to like just learn more about topics so we can have a discussion of them maybe even bring some guest speakers on who know that's more about what i them. was thinking yeah okay you know? so this is our pilot episode so in case you don't want to read the title <laughs> <laughs> the podcast name that i came up with was the midweek geek speak i'm hoping that we can release episodes like hopefully on wednesdays mm. i figured that would be a good time so like we can record on the weekends and still Mid-week. time to edit yeah um, checks out but uh, garrison and i are very nerdy <laughs> like genuinely We're that's both... a hot take uh, oh, is it though <laughs> i am mr my i am ringtone a... <laughs> is smash bros are you kidding i don't me? i i don't know what you're talking about you study I... bugs for a living you're about to go to grad school i'm actually just a frat bro dude oh god yeah that's that's my whole character that's my whole persona could you imagine you just show up the next week with a hat on backwards <laughs> i won't let you in <laughs> <laughs> the door will be locked. The door will be locked and bolted. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. No, but yeah, Garrison and I genuinely like 
we're into some nerdy shit. We, <laughs> besides our majors being actual, like, STEM <laughs> studies and half the time we end up talking about climate change and mortality issues, but... Pretty much. The one time at Olive Garden. We literally talked <laughs> you about... You talked about, like, wow. morality. Can we talk? We low-key predicted corona in an Olive Garden a Wait, year prior. Yeah, did we you realize did. <laughs> Yeah, did that I ever just, cross your mind? I literally just blew out their minds. All right. So, are you guys ready for this? A year prior to, well, oh my gosh. A year prior to Corona. What a time. A year prior to Corona, we went out. No, it wasn't even a year prior. It was like six months prior. It was like, We went yeah, in August. Before any talk of it was going. Yeah, we went in August, August and we were still Corona, talking about BC. starting this podcast, right? And we went because it was after both of our birthdays. And we hadn't done anything like we usually do. We just were crazy busy. So, I was like, Garrison, let's go to Olive Garden Yo, they got some cheap ass food. If you they just get some soup. cheap ass food, <laughs> so... if you just get soup, <laughs> there it is. Life hacks, folks. I mean, it's like okay, hot take. It's like nine fifty for all you can eat soup and salad, and that's all I get. I don't care what time of year it is. We literally went in August. I, I fuck with a good bowl of soup. <laughs> that's all I had. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had multiple bowls. Um, and then we went to Second and Charles afterwards and got some books. I got Scott Pilgrim. Yes, I got far too many books. And some books about unsustainable fishing that I haven't read. Yeah, and then I got some books on, like, sound quality when it comes to the physics of music. And then I also got books on climatology because <laughs> I'm a dork. Wow, that checks out. <laughs> God, I hate us. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Very okay, so far. we're in the middle of this Olive Garden, literally talking about how we want to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember how exactly we got to the topic we did, because that's what we do best. And we started talking about epidemiology, because I was doing, yeah. oh, that's why. I was doing a lot of research on epidemiology with water control and water quality, um, which we should get into some of our research. That would be fun. That would be fun. Um, that would deserve an episode. Yeah, we could do an episode on that. But um, so I was talking to Garrison about, you know, some findings with epidemiology and while we were talking, I don't... <laughs> how did we even get there? We were saying how, re- like, it was because of the frogs, right? With the fungal yeah. infection? Yeah, oh, it was, because I, I think I brought up the frogs. Yeah, I think so, because we were just talking f- about plagues. Yeah, and I bring up the frogs a lot. We love the sea. <laughs> <laughs> the frogs are, are dying, to uh, Like, frogs, amphibians in, are struggling with a uh, chytrid fungus disease that's, like, wiping out whole species at a rapid rate. It's pretty terrible. Yeah. But I remember, like, even saying, like, I have this impending, like, sense of doom. Yes. That we, we are just about going it. to experience the same thing yeah. soon because of all, like, the international travel we have and all the exchange. And, and then we literally talked about how it would be so easy for a global pandemic to happen. Yeah. And then we started talking about the different types because I've taken the geography. Um, yes, the geography of infectious diseases is the class that introduces the concepts behind epidemiology. Mm-hmm. So I was telling Garrison about like the different types of infectious diseases you can get, whether it's bacterial viral fungal you name it parasitical you know um so when we were talking when he mentioned the frogs it reminded me of that because literally there's no real cure or (laughs) hope if god forbid we ever had a pandemic that was vi i mean not viral (laughs) that's what we have now but if it was fungal based (laughs) like last of us is terrifying yes yes literally the last i think we brought that up too like if (laughs) we had the last of us like that's that's if there was a fungus that could just wipe us out like that where it's just spores that fly in the air absolutely came we're dead we are all dead like so we literally sat in the middle of this olive garden talking about how if we had a global pandemic and then we like Walk through hypothetical scenarios. Mm-hmm. In between bites of breadstick. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Crunches of salad. <laughs> we low-key predicted corona. It was yeah. just crazy. Like, That's some wild shit. Yeah. You, I totally I, forgot that even I happened. I realized that maybe about two months ago. Yeah. Because I was trying to think of ideas since we've been talking about kickstarting this podcast, and I was like, I need to bring this up. We low-key called Corona before it was even, like, an issue. Yeah, and it's like, don't get me wrong, like, we know that, like, there have been, like, scientists, like, fighting for more, like, pandemic precautions oh, yeah. for, for quite a while now. So, like, there were other people that were like, hey, we're not prepared, we're not prepared. But I remember even, like, 
while discussing it, we both like talked about just like that feeling of like impending, impending doom. Yeah. Like where it wasn't. We literally even... were like, I think we're overdue. Yeah, like we we're like, I think we're overdue. Like I think this is happening soon. Yeah, which like... I know can be taken the wrong way. I'm not saying it's a good thing we have corona at all. Not like yeah. we're overdue. No. But I think it's because we were talking about like when was truly the last plague? You know, mm-hmm. yes, you could argue Ebola, but that didn't ha- yeah. really affect us globally to at all the scale. Yeah, there were like isolated with. plagues. Yeah, well, isolated is a strong Zika word, virus. But, you yeah, know. Zika, but Ebola. it was not a global pandemic. SARS. So we talked. Yeah, I think we talked about SARS. We also talked mm-hmm. about the bubonic plague. You know, like things like that that caused a humongous catastrophe. Yeah. And that's why we literally, <laughs> we were just questioning our mortality. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got into some deep discussions in Olive Garden. Over some fucking breadsticks. That Olive Garden has seen some shit. And heard, heard some, some shit. shit. <laughs> like, wow, jinx. Seen, I don't think it's seen that much. I think we were just munching breadsticks. Yeah, I don't think we did anything too crazy. <laughs> that's, that's about it. We were, like, acting out our scenarios. Could you imagine? In the middle of the Olive Garden. <laughs> Interpretive dance. But, yeah, like, what? I just... I cannot. I can't believe we genuinely were so blissfully unaware eating our fucking breadsticks, being like, haha, what if we just had another, like, crazy pandemic happen? I mean, we can feel it coming, and then literally six months later, uh, yeah. the world shut down. That's so wild. That feels like a fever dream. It really does. Like, I, I can't remember that day. It doesn't even feel real. It does not even feel real. Also, like, Here life before quarantine does not feel real oh, how were no. we so that was the simulation <sighs> yeah that was and then this is reality yeah i mean but like when you think about it we were so blissfully unaware about our impact of spreading germs in general yeah like i was thinking about that like are masks ever gonna go away to be quite honest part of me almost hopes that they don't mm. and you know i was talking to some family members about this because i think and maybe this is a popular belief maybe it's not a popular belief i don't know leave it in the comments below or leave a review let us know however you can wherever this ends up getting posted (laughs) (laughs) but some of my family members were asking me you know if wearing masks in a society is that gonna perpetuate the idea of having a immunoresistant society where everyone's immune system is just weaker because Mm. we're over preparing you know Mm. and I don't know what would be better, because <laughs> I don't even know exactly to the extent there is of exposure what's good and what's bad. It's like we, why, why you don't want to microdose antibiotics, because if you yes. microdose antibiotics, you're just going to breed for resistance. So does that work with, like, mechanical precautions, too? Like if you, if... Well, I guess, like, if you think about vaccines, mm-hmm. to an extent, it's the same idea of immunotherapy. So, you know, it's also like, okay, well, if you have constant exposure, like, to allergies, for example, like, the allergy That's shots the I'm getting, one. you know, like. Yeah. yeah, like, kids who play in mud, like, just, like, play in the dirt when they're, when they're children, yeah. uh, are just, grow up to, on average, have less allergies, you know, and have, because they have exposure to all of those allergens and the pollen dust and everything else, because they're, they're flinging dirt around. Yeah, really. But so there's something to be said for that for sure. There's one other huge problem though with like, like if if mask wearing went permanent, that I think we're glossing over. What? Uh, is if we permanently wore masks, I wouldn't be able to show off my jawline. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> so you guys don't know. We just got I had a phone call. I'm sorry, and we're recording on my computer, so it just <laughs> rang very loud. Watch it, like, not even go through because my computer blocked it out. <laughs> we are the max smart. And we've just been laughing like psychos for no reason. It is a smart Mac. Yeah, it really is. Even though I hate Apple. Oh, God. I will. <laughs> He's team Android and I'm team Apple. It's... Leave in the comments below which one you prefer. I'm just like, I'm just like team not Apple. Yeah, really like, you're just full of hatred. I just, <laughs> Apple's just, uh, like, sorry if you're, I know we're recording this on MacBook, and maybe Apple, yeah. you're gonna, like, hunt me down with your freaking <laughs> I mean... sneaky business tactics, but, <laughs> like, they they just are a, sh- they're a shitty company in a lot of ways, which I'll, I'll go over briefly, but uh, they, they just try to murk you every chance they get with all these adapters you have to buy. They, uh, there's a whole thing with like, oh, they slow down your phone or whatever, like when new ones come out, 
literally uh they make their uh devices as hard to replace as possible even to the point where if you try to like undo the screws on your laptop they purposely make every single screw a slightly different size to the point where it looks the exact same but if you you have to get a different size screw for each one of the holes because it will not like screw in if it's even slightly off and then uh so they make it as difficult to repair as possible so that way you go to the apple repair store to their geek squad or whatever it is and then the geek squad will tell you yeah we can you know we can repair this for seven hundred dollars or you can upgrade for two thousand to this new one and then you either pay them loads of money for an easy fix or you buy a new product either way they win and they murk you there and also they have like some of the worst working conditions in other countries like people just jump out of their like if you go to like apple headquarters like they have to put like nets at the bottom of their buildings because people jump out of the windows because they're worked to the bone they never see their families they just send paychecks back home at least like a lot of the the stuff that's like manual like manufacturing and stuff oh god yeah the apple is a apple is a shady company money greedy but i mean i guess that's kind of true with a lot of major corporations oh yeah to capitalism capitalism we love and hate it because god it's convenient but also god terrible oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah terrible for many facets of life environmental yes public health happiness of everyone (laughs) my happiness my your my personal happiness honestly fair being a geography (laughs) major you learn about literally everything that's wrong in the world Mm -hmm. and it's horrifically depressing oh yeah shout out to any geography majors especially if you learn about food injustice Mm -hmm. god what a time it makes you never want to buy food but you need to (laughs) (laughs) it makes me just want to fast for the rest of my life listen man when you find out that there are migrant workers that have to harvest tomatoes at a penny a pound of tomatoes they harvest and they don't yeah it really makes you question tomatoes (laughs) and i'm just talking tomatoes i'm not even talking about coffee oh well fuck coffee too Dude, it's it's bad. We should no, again. We'll food. have a food. Cup. We'll have a. This is. I like this because this is just like a little taste of different topics we're interested in that we'll talk about. Yeah, such a good pilot episode. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna pat ourselves. We're gonna <laughs> take a brief break so we can pat ourselves on the back. Here, turn. I'll pat you. Here you go. Ready? Yep. Uh, thank I you. hope they could hear Your that. Pat on the back. Oh, thanks. Well done. <laughs> God. <laughs> have no viewers. <laughs> <laughs> They've already guy. clicked off. They were like, this yeah, like, is bizarre. <laughs> we're out. Sorry. 10 out of 10 don't recommend. But yeah, no, like there's there's something to be said for, um, there's a whole thing with, there's a, I think it was New York Times article, but there one New York Times, Washington Post something about uh, the rates of depression in environmental fields, whether it be like geography, whether it be uh, like conservation, even like entomology, ecology, climate change you know, climate studies, uh, there are, like, significantly, like, high depression rates in a lot of cases because uh, a lot of these scientists are just constantly working in these, uh, on these projects that are pretty much telling them that we're fucked. Yeah. You know, like, they're doing all this research, they're watching, like, their entire field, like, their objects of study, like, crumbling before their eyes. And uh, it takes its toll. So there's a there was a whole article about that. I think it was like "Let Scientists Cry" or something cute. Oh, that's cute. It was cute, like talking about that. But yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of shit wrong. Yeah, no, and it's one of those things where like, unfortunately, in those situations, ignorance can be bliss. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're just going to your local grocery store and not really thinking, you know, well, what was the journey that <laughs> yeah. this single banana I bought took? You know, then you really don't need to think about yeah. it. But when it comes to the reality of the perspective of things like food or just anything to do with product development, it's crazy what kind of journey that, like, the piece of clothing you wore. Fast fashion is absolutely terrible oh yeah oh my god amazon awful <laughs> i've heard of, I've, i keep hearing that like uh 
what do they call it, like, hot word, like, fast fashion, and I remember someone told me, like, about it, but it got, like, a lot of attention, like, a year ago, I feel like, and now it's not really being talked about. I know, which is so sad, because it really should be. That could also be another podcast. Fast fashion podcast. Because I have tons of research on it that I would love to get into and tell you. But I, I'm afraid of, like, spewing out a fact and then it's not truly a fact, you know? That is something I'm afraid of, is I, I don't want to spread misinformation. No. But I do have a topic, if you would like to explore right now. Ooh. Not a ton about it, but this was just released a couple days ago. Oh, boy. Scientists discover bizarre hell planet where it rains rocks and oceans are made of lava. It rains rocks? It rains rocks! Yo! Yeah! How? I, I, I don't know, like, to be quite honest. Uh, this planet is called K2-141b. It's a good name. I know. Also, who named it? Excuse me? <laughs> I want to I wanna meet them. I want to high-five them. That's so, a really good name. <laughs> I know, right? Basically, scientists are saying that this is comparable to hell. If hell was truly a planet, this is hell. Yes. Where the oceans are just straight-up lava. Could you imagine? Yeah, and it rains rocks. Talk about a hailstorm. That's my favorite part. Like, lava ocean's cool, but raining rocks? Yeah. It says... That's some next level shit. And I quote, On the scorching hot planet, hundreds of light years away, oceans are made of molten lava, winds reaching supersonic speeds, and rain (laughs) is made of rocks. Scientists have referred to this bizarre hellish exoplanet as one of the most extreme ever discovered. Isn't that insane? If they have supersonic wind speeds, are they getting lava waves? Honestly, that's a like. Is the wind enough to like create waves? Like lava typhoons. Lava, like yeah, something. Well, I mean, I feel like it would probably cool down too much, and also like to be honest, magma and lava does not move less like non-viscous as water. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty viscous. Yeah. So probably not, but I would love to imagine a world where, like, incorrect, it is actually just water. <laughs> I like. I just like to imagine lava waves. Yeah. Lava waves during a rock storm. I know. That'd be I just. Dream. I would love to see it. I would not love to be there. But <laughs> Haley has signed up as I the am. first live shipment to hell. Honestly, <laughs> I'm here for it. I'll go. Would you go what to space? Soul. Oh, yeah, I'd go to space. Oh, hell yeah. Because honestly, yeah, I yeah, would go to space. I'd go to space. I mean, like, now, ask me this now as, like, a single woman who has no kids. That's and also no... a factor. Yeah, like, I'm not married, no. But, you know, I can say that now. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. if I had a family and my own kids, I'd be like, <laughs> no. Yeah, that's the thing. Is There's something to be said for that. Like, right now, we can be rowdy. You know, we can go do stupid shit. Well, we shouldn't make it too stupid. Yeah. But, like, we're, we we can say, like, oh, I'd love to go to space. I'd love to do this. I'd love to do this dangerous stuff. I would love to go to the abyss. Yes. If someone wants to take me to, like, the ocean depths in a submersole, like, hit me up. I would love to say me too. But to be quite <laughs> honest, I cannot deal with pressure in my head. Uh, I, I mean, like, normally they're two-person, or a lot of times they're two-person. So, like, I don't know if you'd be able to, like, hang with us. but Wow. Yeah. Upset. Might have to find a new one. <laughs> so much for my co-host. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm ditching the podcast to go explore the ocean depths. Honestly, as long as you can record some stuff for us, <laughs> I'm not mad. Come back with some stories. Yeah, I'm here for it. But yeah, I no, like, but like that kind of stuff. Where it's like, I know that's pretty safe. Yeah. Like, but still, when you have like a family, you gotta start thinking about dangers. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, not to like... Not burst your bubble. Is that the right phrase I'm thinking of? Sure. I don't know. With your major and, mm-hmm. like, with your grad studies and everything, aren't you going to be traveling a lot? Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. I mean, I also hope you will, too. If right? I do, yeah, if I do it right, I'll be traveling. But there there are a lot of people that, in my field, who they don't really travel that much. They have their target, like, specimens. Like, a lot, a lot, a lot of people... Uh, do a lot of the research locally to the campus because like ecology and like interactions between like insects and trees yeah you can do a lot of that work as long as you have natural areas by you or even better a lot of people do it uh in reference to like development levels and they want to see how the insects are interacting with everything Mm -hmm. in developed areas 
So uh, a lot of work, it, it's not as much anymore. Like back in the day, like if you were like a taxonomist, mm -hmm. like you were just looking to classify insects, you would just get money. They would ship you off to like freaking Indonesia. You would catch loads of bugs, <laughs> take them home, and then ID them, classify them, describe whatever new species you have, and then get shipped off somewhere else. Which uh, even like my taxonomy professor had that life for a while. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, you don't really get a grant unless you're solving a problem. And a lot of times the problems you're solving are going to be local. They're not going to, like, I mean, I mean they, they can, but if you can find, like, a problem, like, or an issue you need to solve where you need to go to Indonesia, uh, then, yeah, you can probably get a grant. But it's it's a lot more difficult. I feel like traveling was more common in in the last generation, at least, like, the level of traveling that a lot of those taxonomists were doing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's always been something that I've thought about, I guess, is, like, you know, it's... Maybe this is too cheesy, but it's kind of hard to fall in love with a scientist. Yeah. You know, because even as a geographer, a lot of my professors are single because they're constantly traveling. Ooh, hear that out there, folks? Yeah, if you're looking for a professor. Single professors <laughs> in your area. It's through that or, like, they end up marrying within, like, their field. That's very common. Yes. I see that a lot. Especially, like, I have one professor, I just will not name, but, like, she is a climatologist and so is her husband, and they constantly are traveling back and forth to Antarctica. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, which, like, I would that's love. That's goals. And it's because they're collecting um, glacial cores. That's really cool. Yeah. We used to, fun fact, have a study abroad program with it because she goes. I know. Can you believe that they stopped it literally the year I came to college? Do you know how pissed I was? I want to hit all seven continents so Me bad. Too. Okay, so we're going to go. We'll <laughs> we're going to go to podcast there. National Geographic does trips to Antarctica. I would love to work for them. I, oh hit, hit us up. National Geographic literally... I would love to work for you. Please. Thank you. I, I don't even know what I'd do with them. I would do anything. <laughs> I would, I would what would do you do for anything. a Klondike bar? Yeah, no, no. no. What you? would you do for National Geographic? I should do for a job in National Geographic. Hey, Nat Geo, I take, like, some pictures sometimes, and I study bugs. Hit me up if interested. 21 male. <laughs> like, <laughs> God. <laughs> 21 male seeking employment. 21 male seeking employment. <laughs> National Geographic. God. I um, mean, honestly, though. No, for real. That's like, also, I would love to work for NASA or NOAA. I will oh, be I love Noah. completely happy in my life if I could ever <laughs> land a job working for any th of those three companies, I guess. No sh yeah, that's actually fair. Big NOAA fan. We love NOAA. My, uh... Uh, so I'm with an I'm part of an organization called Crew, which is a campus ministry. But one of the leaders on uh, at our university through Crew actually worked at NASA for a while. What? Yeah, he worked at NASA for a few years and then he came to Crew. Can he give me a job? <laughs> I mean, I could always introduce y'all. Hell yeah! Are He's you a kidding? super cool dude. Awesome. He's a super cool dude. How old is he? What? Not old. Well, that's what I was going to say, like, yeah, no, he, if he just casually now is doing crew with you guys. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure he's like, oh god, maybe like, I, I feel bad if I get this wrong. Maybe like 27? Okay. 26. Yeah, no, that's still young. Yeah, something like that. Literally three years older than me. They're technically like interns at crew. So it's like, they're they're youngins, but huh. relatively youngins, of course. But. Yeah, that's fair. Wild. Wild stuff. Absolutely wild. <laughs> so NASA, Noah, and Nat Geo hit us up. Yeah, really. So what would your dream job be? Since now you know I uh, want to work for NASA or Noah. I don't know. I feel like there's a couple different jobs I want at a couple different times of my life. Okay. So like dream job progression would be go get my master's, uh, take a gap year and do something fun. Yeah. Either something fun with work, like traveling somewhere for study, or I'd like ideally to like a different country, like to the tropics would be awesome. Or like take a year and like backpack, uh, something traveling in that in between time. Uh, go do my PhD. And then honestly, I I'd love to just be a professor for a while at some university. But I think 
in my old older age, like maybe like sixties, uh, I, I would love to be like a photographer for like something like Nat Geo or something of the sort. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> but uh something where I'm traveling a lot, covering mm-hmm. different issues. Honestly, that like, would be so fun. Once the kids are, you know, in college. Yeah, and then you can go travel again. Yeah, go travel again. Honestly, that's not a bad point. Right? So I'm saying, I know a lot of dudes in their 60s who are photographing for Nat Geo. And by no, I mean I follow them on Instagram. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I probably follow the same people. <laughs> oh, yeah. What about you, Haley? Dream job progression. <sighs> that's so hard because I feel like I just, I have too much ambition, if that makes any sense. Which, like, I'm, just too, I'm just too driven. Yeah, I which, mean, like genuinely. Which genuinely, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I know that sounds like ironic as heck, but no, I mean, I see myself doing like seven different careers, and I really don't know which one I'd want to do, because I want to do all of them. <laughs> like, I, I want to own my own bakery or restaurant, if not both, at one point in my life. You know, I, can I see always that. say if I end up winning the lottery or if I end up winning a million dollars somehow, you know, <laughs> some rando just leaves me a million dollars. That's fine. Some uh, long forgotten relative. Yeah, really. Like, I will happily open my own restaurant. Um, which I would call Tomato Tomato. Don't know if I've told you this idea of mine. I don't think you told me the name. <laughs> you tell me the restaurant, but I know oh, the yeah. name. Oh, yeah. I would want to open a restaurant in Savannah, Georgia called Tomato Tomato. Oh, uh, Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. Why Georgia? Because they have fantastic food. Oh, okay. Also, um, I was watching this uh, special on Netflix. I don't even remember what it's called now. Wow, what a fake fan. <laughs> but... One of the early episodes, it's like they kind of take the life story of like these incredible chefs. And one of these mm. chefs, uh, she ended up growing up in Savannah, Georgia. And, mm. you know, she went to college, got a sociology degree, absolutely hated her job, like was not happy and came back home when she like gave up on that career and just started cooking. And she was like, wow, like I really miss this. You know, I've always enjoyed cooking and then ended up opening her own restaurant just because, you know, she went to culinary school after and realized that was her true passion. And mm-hmm. now she owns the gray or the she's gray. the chef at the gray. Cannot Whoa. remember if she owns or not, but it's called the gray. And it's actually a restaurant that they created from an old greyhound stop when it was segregated. No shoot. Yeah. So she is this phenomenal, like very empowering black woman who now is the head chef and I believe co-owner of the gray, which is an upscale five star restaurant. Dang. Yeah. Making fantastic cuisine. Like, oh God, her story is just incredible. I love it so much. That's badass. I know. And also like Savannah, Georgia is like one of those places that's just kind of known for their culturally diverse and just fantastic food in general. Hmm. So I feel like if I really wanted to do it, <laughs> that sounds like the place. Like, yeah. Dang. Oh God, that would just be so fun. So yeah, I would call it tomato tomato. Tomato tomato. And then all my sides for certain dishes, uh, for different fries and cuts would be potato potato. <laughs> Are you joking? No. <laughs> wait, I'm sorry. Wait, wait. Okay, so the restaurant is called tomato tomato. Yeah. So like on my menu for certain sides of certain dishes, you would, would have like the header potato potato. 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 <laughs> nice <laughs> i know oh i'm so excited um but yeah i just oh god i just love tomatoes and i feel like nobody <laughs> didn't we just bash tomatoes like yeah but then again we bashed everything we bashed how they're harvested yes to be fair. if i could have it my way i'd want it to be only like locally sourced homegrown tomatoes that's the dream you know to like help a small business if they were mm. like the main people i'm buying from you know um but yeah, no, so like I would want to do upscale food with like homemade marinara sauces and like fried green tomatoes, you know, different things like that. that tomato great. salad Jeez. as a side, which I love. I think I made you that before. Oh, so you're like, when you said you're titling it Tomato Tomato, like that's not just like a cute name. Like tomatoes are like the big thing. Yeah. Like I want like the main idea of most dishes to be tomatoes. If not like it. Yeah. I mean... I once again I have I grew up Italian so I am all for that. <laughs> right? Like I just feel like it's such a good fun idea. Like I would yeah. have tomato soup on my thing so like for like brunch styled options we could do like a grilled cheese with like tomato bisque. 
My dad's tomato sauce is probably his best recipe. Oh, what? Okay, yeah. y'all don't know, but Cliff is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, um, Cliff, Cliff knows what he's doing in the kitchen. I still will never forget the first time I came to visit you. <laughs> Your dad <laughs> came up to me and the other friends that we brought, Dan and Sierra, and they were like, hey guys, are you hungry? Because I was about to make some Greek omelets, if you would like me to make you one. <laughs> Me, Sierra, and Dan were just like, pardon? <laughs> what exactly is a Greek omelet? Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, your dad's fantastic. Spinach, feta, tomato. The whole The trinity. works. God. But yeah, no, even like simple stuff like eggs, he's really good at just making it better somehow. I don't know how he does it. I can't do it. It's Cliff. I it's don't know. Cliff. It's in the name. It's, it's Cliff. He just knows what he's doing. <laughs> I'm going to get him a mug that says, it's Cliff. It's Cliff. It's our new podcast title. Wow. Honestly? It's Cliff. We just share stories about your dad. <laughs> yeah, have him on as the guest speaker once a month or something. Honestly. Uh, we should have your parents on. <laughs> your mom? Haley just wants an excuse to see my parents. I do. Oh my God. Fun. Your parents are great. <laughs> They're just so funny. And <laughs> your mom cranks me up. <laughs> yeah, my mom is a... Uh... My mom is, the, this is where a lot of the, my dad's Italian too, but my mom's this Greek-Italian uh, woman from Long Island. Oh, God. She's like four foot eleven, and she once threw a slipper so hard it dented our fridge. That's fair. So, like, she's like this, she's like the sweetest woman, but, uh, like, she's, she's so funny. Like, you want to be on her good side. It's easy to be on her good side, but uh, you want to be on her good side. Yeah, I mean, honestly, hopefully I'm still on her good side. I haven't You're seen her in a while, so I don't know. definitely on her good side. <laughs> you have to, like, really mess up to be on her bad side. That's fair. It's very difficult, but... <laughs> but yeah, no, my dad, my dad has a mean tomato sauce that, that you might be interested in. Yeah, I mean, I'm here for it. So, okay, restaurant. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> how we got there. Food and your parents came from restaurant, so sorry. We, we have a lot of tangents. I will apologize yeah, in advance. That's, that's, but that's what you sign up for when it comes <laughs> to a podcast. Am I right? Hey, well. uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I really love the idea of having a restaurant that kind of opens around brunch time and closes, like, late dinner time. I just think hmm. that would be so fun. That does sound actually kind of nice. Right? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, so that's one of the careers I want. Um, (laughs) One of the seven. One of the seven, yeah. I mean, obviously, I would love to be an atmospheric scientist. That checks out. I want to do a lot of research based on climatology and specifically climate change. You know, there's just so much we still don't even understand. And that's kind of what always has given me a drive or motivation Mm -hmm. to figure something out. It's like, oh, you don't know this? Okay, cool. I'm going to go try to figure it out or solve this puzzle. Okay, bye. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's just, that's always been something that's fascinated me when it comes to science is that there's still so much we don't know. So I would love to be the reason why we know something, you know? Um, so yeah, I genuinely would love to be a scientist doing something in that field. And if I could, uh, one of my dream jobs would be to do uh, crisis intervention with hurricanes. So I would mm-hmm. want to be the meteorologist that does the call to the Coast Guard, for example, like, oh, this area needs to evacuate within the next 72 hours of landfall for this hurricane. You know, like, I would just love to, that or storm chase. <laughs> storm chasing. I would, uh, oh my God, storm I would love it so much. so cool. <laughs> now, tornadoes? Absolutely not. But so cool still. Yeah, but hurricanes, I would love to storm chase. Like, I would totally be that meteorologist in the rain, like, oh yeah, the rain's coming down pretty hard. Like, (laughs) gets hit with a stop sign. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's fine with me. Like, (laughs) there's any storm chasers listening, you're really cool. Oh yeah, I'd love to. Like, I wish I could be that cool. Honestly, though. God. Uh, but yeah. So we got restaurant, atmospheric bakery. scientist, restaurant, bakery, atmospheric scientist. The bakery aspect, I would love. Crisis okay. intervention. So there's two different routes I could take with a bakery. Okay. okay. One of the routes 
is I combine my love of atmospheric science with my bakery. Oh, boy. And I make really cute sugar cookies that go with the weather of the day. So if it's sunny oh, outside... Oh, I do remember this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, I'd make other things like bread. And I I also say this because I've worked for a bakery before. So, yes, mm-hmm. I know how to make bread. I know how to make scones, muffins, cupcakes, you name it. But I really love decorating sugar cookies with, like, the mm-hmm. royal icing. Um, so that would just be fun. But something my friend Kelsey and I have talked about recently because of what else you can do in the middle of quarantine <laughs> is we were like, oh, we should get a food truck and sell desserts like an ice cream truck does. Yo. And we would call it Dashing Desserts. Dashing Desserts. <laughs> so genuinely, that would just be so fun. And just like, you know, cater weddings or just like drive around on really cold days and serve hot chocolate with like a really warm cookie you know like that sounds so nice right (laughs) that sounds so nice wouldn't it be and then like same thing with the opposite like in the middle of summer when it's cold out i mean when you want it to be cold like we could just sell like really sweet treats that wouldn't necessarily melt or we could also do ice pops that are more like oh my gosh uh, fancy i guess if you will I think, like, peak monkey brain satisfaction is cold day warm drink. Yes. Like, God. oh boy. Nothing makes me happier than, like, a hot cup of coffee oh, when it's cold outside. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm, like, I'm, we're, we're, we're both based in the Northeast. Yeah. If y'all don't know, which is why we have, like, our, our four seasons and such. I'm supposed to be going quite possibly to the Southeast in a year. But, like, I'm worried about the weather. Yeah, honestly, like, like, that would be tough. I don't know if I can do no fall, no winter. Or, like, at least muted fall winter. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you would still have them technically. It's just, like, the leaves wouldn't really change. Yeah, and, like, it wouldn't get that cold. Like, I'm sorry, but my the best part of my wardrobe is my jackets. (laughs) Like. Can't confirm. So, like, like, no, literally, like, all, like. Jackets like complete looks. Honestly, that's if, fair. If it's not, if I don't have a jacket or if I can't wear <laughs> jackets down there, I feel like I'm just gonna look unfinished. That's me with wearing scarves. Like, that's my favorite part. Yeah. That and like turtlenecks. I love a good turtleneck sweater. Hot oh, take. I gotta get a turtleneck. Turtlenecks are so great. They always look so refined. I had this one turtleneck that like the neck aspect of it that like is supposed to be clinging to your neck. Mm-hmm. It, it's more like bigger so it kind of like folds over more dramatically so i could literally stuff my whole face in it <laughs> if i want and wear it as a mask which would be great now yo yeah but i used to wear that all the time at work <laughs> back when we could still go to work and just like bury half my face in when the office was too cold and then like keep typing <laughs> so my eyes were just peeping out of my turtleneck <laughs> oh god yeah yeah, no, I love winter clothes. Winter and fall clothes is probably my favorite aesthetic. Fall winter style just has more potential, I feel like. It does. I love layering. Yeah, like the fact that you can layer just opens the door for so many different like yes. outfits. Also, I think just like me being a slightly insecure woman, I genuinely like layering. Like layering is just fair. so comfy and also like soft mm-hmm. clothing I can wear without sweating to death, you know? Yep. So... Well, that is the thing is like, well, you can always put on more layers, but your body can only like sweat heat away so much. Yeah. Genuinely. Like. I can't do heat. Heat and I do not mix well. Like, don't get me wrong. Appreciative that my body sweats or else (laughs) (laughs) I would be a cooked egg. Yeah. And also I'm pretty sure sweating releases like a lot of toxins or something. It does? Doesn't it? I mean, I feel like that's right, but I feel I like that's a thing. I'm not gonna don't don't. We're, I want to make sure I call out when I'm not sure about something. I am not sure about that one. Yeah, so. you can fact check us, but like fact also know me. that we're not trying to claim fact right yeah. now. Not trying to claim fact on that, but I feel like there was something there was something else with sweating that was important. But uh, but yeah, God, do I hate the feeling of it? Yeah, no, that's pretty relatable. Mm-hmm. Like, nope, it just ugh, I hate sweating. <laughs> Working out's great, except for sweating. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, like, I don't know, like, working out sweat for me is, like, different than heat sweat. Okay. Please explain. <laughs> okay, never mind. I just solved it. Because when we're working out, I expect to take a shower right after anyway. 
Oh, there it is. So when I work out and I sweat, I just hop in a shower and I'm good. It was already scheduled. It was already part of the plan. It's planned, yeah. It's good to go. I knew I was going to sweat. (laughs) When it's freezing in the morning and I bring a jacket and then it hits 85 degrees midday, as autumn in the Northeast loves to do sometimes. Yeah. And then I'm sweating. Yeah, literally today. And then I'm sweating. I still got places to be. I still got things to do. I still got, like, people to talk to. I do not want a film of sweat in between my body and my clothes. <laughs> you know, no time to shower. No, or, like, you're just trying to get to class and you're sweating now because you're outside. Mm-hmm. And then you have to sit in a lecture hall. Yep. That's way too cold. So then you're freezing your butt off. <laughs> God, that's always the worst. Like, I mean, at least, like, coming from the perspective of a college student, you know. Yep. It's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Temperature regulation. Like, you never know what you're going to get. Like, there were classes where it didn't matter how hot it was. I just knew it was going to be freezing in that lecture hall. Yeah, and you had to bring a a sweater. A sweater or something. It's, like, 90 degrees outside, and you're carrying around a sweater looking like a crazy person. (laughs) But then you get into the lecture hall, and you're like, oh, thank God. But boy, what I would do to go back. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Props to Zoom. However. However. Would still like to sit in the freezing lecture halls. Yeah, really? But yeah. Wild shows. I still don't understand how our body's able to regulate such a specific temperature. Honestly, that would be interesting to dive into. Like, like just trying to figure out why and how. Yeah, because, like, when people take your temperature, like, you got a range of a couple degrees, and then you're like, oh, you're in trouble. Yeah. You know? So it's, like, the fact that it's able to maintain that, if you're just, like, sweating and shivering and all these other internal processes that are going on through metabolism. Yeah, yeah it's just like, wild to me. I know, honestly, though, and, like, how some people naturally can have a slightly colder temperature that's just normal for their body yeah what's up with that i know i don't understand i know it exists like some people's <laughs> natural temperature instead of being 98.6 it's like naturally at 96.8 or like 97.2 like some people just naturally have i don't know is that poor circulation like is that what that really means maybe you know or like do some people also in the same extreme do they just naturally run hot well that becomes the real question is it's the idea of is that baseline a baseline that their body is choosing because it's what's best for their body? Or is it something huh. that due to other circumstances, such as poor circulation, it's not ideal for them, but they're forced into that? True. You like, know? is that a low-key way we could use to figure out if someone has, like, an autoimmune disease that they don't mm. know of? Little niche temperature differences. Yeah, I wonder. Huh. Yeah, like there is what that's always like a common question, and even like ecology is when you see a species doing something weird. Yeah, it's like okay, is it doing that because that's what's best for it? Is it doing that because it has to? You know, like the uh, what you call it? Like if you see a bird feeding on like this low quality seed, let's say, like it's specialized on this seed that's pretty low quality. Mm-hmm. Uh. And a lot of people would say, like, oh, like, it's specialized to get the most, like, bang for its buck out of that seed. However, if you remove all the other birds in that area, you might find that that bird actually does better feeding on a different seed. It's just that it's specialized on the low-quality seed, and nothing else is specialized on the low-quality seed, so it doesn't have competition. So even though the higher-quality seed is still higher quality for it, it found that little niche where it can kind of escape that competition. But if those other birds disappear all of a sudden, it's not going to fuck with the low quality seed. Who (laughs) wants that? that. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't fuck with that. It's going for the good stuff. (laughs) I mean, honestly, that's fair. So it's like, it's not necessarily that like, oh, the low quality seed, it's what's best for their diet. Yeah. It's that that's the niche that they've been able to acquire, you know? Huh. So they got to run with it. That's interesting. Yeah. Science is fascinating. Science is fascinating. Honestly. I and I... Well, no, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, 
I think that's a good place to end for our first podcast. I uh, good because I was gonna say the same thing. Wow! Oh, I, wow! We're I really, <laughs> I really didn't want to like cut you off when you were going to say same? something and <laughs> be like, like, "Okay, I guess we're done." Yeah, like, <laughs> we're wrapping up. <laughs> whatever Haley had to say, seed, whatever. We're done. <laughs> that's how you know we gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> we're just talking about birdseed. <laughs> God, but yeah. So thank you for tuning in. Yeah, hopefully this gave you a flavor, kind of like what we're interested in, what we're looking to talk about. Pretty much anything. Our personalities as charming as they are. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, tune in next week. some major cutting in that yeah we are we'll All just right. cut and paste to us laughing like because we have that big section of we us can laughing. put this in the end as like a little blooper yeah like a little blooper reel when Haley got a call yeah so what's the issue behind wearing a mask perpetually what's the issue i don't think there's any issue <laughs> except except nothing i thought you said that. i didn't say anything i hate you <laughs> well i mean Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> On mid midweek geek speak. There you go. There you go.